What's up, Ortandias? This is your girl, Ortandia, and you are tuning in to your favorite podcast, House of Ortandia, with your favorite hostess with the mostest, Ortandia. <laughs> How y'all doing? How y'all doing? What's going on? How y'all been since Slapgate? <laughs> I know, I know. It's a lot been happening, lots been happening. But this is a happy podcast. I know I was, I was clicking on the last podcast. If you're not from the south, clicking means going off. We say that in the south. I'm, I'm about to click. That means I'm about to go off. I'm about to go off on somebody. I'm about to go off on a situation. That's what that means. I know I was clicking on the last podcast for sure, and I ain't. I don't apologize for that. But on this one, this is my. You know, I love entrepreneurship. If you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know I love entrepreneurship. I love talking about entrepreneurship. I love um, encouraging entrepreneurship. I love giving people information about entrepreneurship, about how they can either start a business or advance their business. Um, And so I'm going to give you some ways to make money or start a business with either, with like a, from a start out with $1,000 ideas. And then you might say, you might say, Tani, girl, I ain't got no thousand dollars. So then I'm gonna, I'm gonna go from a thousand dollar ideas, and I'm gonna shift to a couple of hundred dollar ideas, maybe five hundred to, mm, five hundred to maybe three hundred dollar ideas. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. But without further ado, okay, y'all know it's getting warmer. If you're in the East Coast like I am, it's getting warmer. If you're in the South, it's getting warmer. West Coast getting warmer. Midwest. <clears throat> I don't really know because y'all summer kind of bipolar. Y'all weather kind of bipolar. But it possibly maybe getting warmer in the Midwest too. Okay. So listen, and if you're in the, you know, another country, because you know I'm in I'm global. <laughs> I have listeners from Spain and France and all those other beautiful countries. How y'all doing? How you doing? And so okay. So summer businesses. So for about a thousand dollars, this is one of my ideas. There's the bouncy house or bounce house businesses. You can get one for $1,000. And then the more elaborate ones, elaborate ones go all the way up to like $3,000, $4,000. But for like $1,000, you can get a really good one to, to start out. You know what I mean? And so you get your nice bouncy house. I'm not sure what they call it where you're from. They might just be called bounce houses. They might inflatables. Um, but yeah, so Okay. If you start, get you for about a good, oh, I wanted to say that Walmart sells them, Sam Club sells them, um, Lowe's sell them, and then obviously Amazon, and then you can try some other, if you just Google bounce houses, you're going to get a myriad, a bunch of websites. And so, or you might be able, you might be in the area where somebody's trying to sell theirs. So just, um, or put an ad up on a Facebook marketplace, say, hey, looking to buy a bounce house. Or put an ad up on Craigslist in your area and say, hey, looking to buy a bounce house. And see, you might get one for less than $1,000. Um, but look, make sure you have, make sure you're legal. So make if your your city require or your county requires that you get a liability insurance, and when you should get liability insurance because children are involved, right? And if someone hurt, gets hurt or hurts themselves, you want to make sure that you're covered. So get liability insurance, whether your county says that you should or should or shouldn't. Um, if you need to get the business license, get your business license, business bank account, all of that stuff that I talked about, about uh, entrepreneurship one-on-one. You can go back to an, an earlier episode that I, I I ran down the legalities that you need 
for starting or having a business. And so, so again, bounce house, thousand dollars, um, all the way up to if you really got that that bread, you can get like four thousand dollars. And they are they got some ones that's like there. <laughs> I saw one that looked like a pirate ship. It was so fabulous. It was dope. And so they have all kinds of looks to them. And you can get ones that are boats. You can get ones that are castles. You can get ones that are cars. You they they just they're phenomenal. You can get all kinds. And so. I, what I was gonna say is, you can add a service to it. So, say if you you start you buy a bounce house, you end up going um, with, say you end up going with um, Home Depot, and you got one from them, and it was a thousand, it was twelve hundred dollars, and so you bought one from them. Add like if you know somebody that's really good with face painting, one of your friends is really good with face painting, that can be another add-on service that you offer. If you know someone, if you um, you can do add an ice cream table or ice cream service too. And so say you come and you bring the bounce house, you, you know, you, um, set it all up and you can say, Hey, I also, I have ice cream. I, I do, hmm, let me get my words together. I also have an, I do an ice cream table and where you make Sundays and all this kind of stuff. And that's another add on service. Um, and so, and think other things you can think of like photo booths or, you know, maybe you take silly pictures, you bring all of these props so the kids can take silly pictures. And that's another add-on service that you can do. So that's the bouncy house business. And then let's move on. Vending machines. And you're probably like, vending machines? Who is getting, who is buying snacks for the vending machine in 2022? Let me tell you. <laughs> if you put it in the right spot, you will get business. And vending machines, you want to look on like Craigslist. In your area, the for sale area in uh, on Craigslist, and you want to type in vending machines, you'll be surprised. Um, you also want to look on usevendingmachines.com. You also want to look at um, look in. What was I gonna say? Darn it, I forgot about my, my uh, the other point. But you know, you can find a pretty decent um, used vending machine, or you can buy a brand new. A, this is going to take you over a thousand dollars. Again, um, home, uh, uh, Sam's Club they sell vending machines. Theirs may be started at like three thousand and up. Um, you may be able to get it on a payment plan. You know how you go into Lowe's or Home Depot or whatever, or a furniture store, and then you get it for you pay for it over like eighteen months or whatever. And so, if you decide to go to Sam's Club route and you bought a three thousand dollar vending machine, maybe you can get it for pay it off in like eighteen and twenty four months. But the, the the most important thing is the, the location. And so if you live in an area where they have lots of warehouses or manufacturing plants that people work at, that's a great location. If you um, live near auto parts store or auto mechanic shops, that's a good location. If you live near car washes, there are a lot of car washes in your area. That's a great location. If you are in an area where there are lots of um, laundromats, that's a, that's another great location. Um, let's see. Um, federal offices. We have, um, although we're working from home, but in our office, there are one, two, this is on every floor. There's three floors in, my, in our building, and there are like four vending machines. We have like a snack room, and in that snack room is four vending machines. It's like two drink machines and then two like chips, cookie machines, and then there's a coin machine. And so there's that. Right, so you can check out city buildings like 
um, just walk into your local city building. When I say city building, I mean like your the community health building. I mean like um, the places where you go, um, like the Department of Commerce, um, the where else, City Hall, places like that. Just city buildings, city city offices, and say, hey. Can I speak with somebody in accounts receivable, accounts payable? I like to get my vending machine here. Who do I need to talk to? You know what I mean? Um, also, it'll be a little more challenging with federal buildings. So you will have a, because, you know, usually federal buildings, you got to go through a whole lot, a whole lot of to get into the federal building. That's why I'm focusing on like city buildings or county buildings because um, they always have vending machines. And just you want to find a location where there's a lot of foot traffic and people are more likely to buy something from a vending machine, you know, Um, and don't think of just snacks. Maybe you want to do something else. When I was home last, not last summer, summer 2020, we were in the mall, me and my sister and my my, uh, two of my nieces, and there was two vending machines owned by this black woman, shout out to her, but she had hair. She had hair extensions in her vending machine. The vending machines were beautiful. They were pink. They had pick her pictures all over it with her hair, with the hair, you know what I mean? It was so amazing. So it, you can, she had hair in there. She had, um, I think like scissors. I want to say like maybe lashes. I know she had like hairsprays and stuff like that, but it was, it was beautiful. So don't think that, oh, I just got to go with chips and cookies or sodas. Do something. You, you might want to do something different. I also know a young lady here in Philadelphia who had who does knitting like the knitting I don't know what the knitting products are called but the string the yarn and then like the needles and all of that stuff she has that in her vending machine and her vending machine is in a barbershop you would think like men don't care about knitting <laughs> but it uh, it blew up apparently men do care or they she said they they were telling their moms and their girlfriends and all of that about the vending machine and they were coming into the barbershop specifically for that or they were going to the vending machine and getting things for their mom or their girlfriend or their wives or their daughters or whatever and it just kind of blew up and she got access to like a second and a third barbershop and so think outside the box what's trending right now what do people what do people um what do people really you know always looking in their purse for digging in their purse for uh, maybe you'll just be a mint machine maybe you'll just be um, hand sanitizer. Maybe you'll just be breath mints. I don't know. Chewing gum. I'm trying to think of things that people are always digging in their purses for. It's like, Oh, I don't have it. You know what I mean? Think outside the box, write a list of things that you would, that you think would go well in a mini machine and then just Google it and see if it's trending. If it's not trending, then try something else. So that's the vending machine business. Um, so I said bouncy house, vending machine, um, pool cleaning services. If you are in an area where there are lots of swimming pools, um, or if you may not be lots of swimming pools in your neighborhood, but you know, well, on that side of town, they have a gang of swimming pools (laughs) above ground and in ground swimming pool. So you, you know, make your flyers up, get your business cards, get all the legalities out the way. And then you just drive, knock door to door. Hey, I have pool cleaning service. Be more than happy to come and clean your pool. You know, you want to Google what are the what are the the prices that people are charging. So you want to be um, competitive, you know. So pool cleaning services. Um, what else? Lawn, of course, lawn care. It's warmer. People need to keep their grasses cut. Their grass, I say grasses. Their grass cut. Um, so there's lawn care business. There's power washing business. 
You can buy a used power wash machine on Craigslist, of course. Um, you can go in Home Depot and buy a power washer. Um, and so these are around the pool cleaning. So you need to Google what, what do I need to have start a pool cleaning services? What instruments and solutions and chemicals and all of that. If people want you to go more natural or organic, where, what do I need? Just what do I need in, in total? So again, it shouldn't be any more than like maybe a thousand to $2,000 to start a pool cleaning business. Um, I said pool cleaning, lawn care, um, power washing. Um, do I want to add any more in that range? I think those are good ideas for that thousand dollar to two thousand two three thousand dollar range. Now let's go down a little bit because somebody's saying, listen and saying, girl, I don't have no thousand dollars, so let's come down a little bit. Maybe you have five hundred dollars. So, what do you th- I, an idea that I have is, oh, I have some more. I'm sorry. I'm going to go back to the $1,000 plus ideas. And then I'll come back to 500 ones. Um, the boat business, boat rental. You can do boat rentals two ways. You can um, be do, do it Airbnb style, meaning you can go and rent somebody's boat and say, hey, can I rent your boat? I'm going to rent your boat for, for the day and whatever they charge. Okay, cool. And then you can then in turn rent out that boat, you know what I mean, to somebody else. You do it that way. Another way you could do it is you can go and buy a boat, use boat, Craigslist. Go on Craigslist, type in boats, jet skis, something like that, and see what they, you know, make see what the prices are. And if you don't know anything about the mechanics or the underworkings of jet skis and boats, and you need to take someone with you when you go and see those things to make sure that they're operable, to make sure that they're not a lemon, you're not about to buy a lemon, and so that they can look over it and review it and all that good stuff. And so and so say you say you go on Craigslist and you see a set of jet skis, or one jet ski, somebody's selling it for, maybe they're selling it for 4000 4, don't think of, I ain't got no $4,000. What about you and some of your friends go in there together, buy this jet ski, take it to a harbor. Um, there are harbors everywhere or beaches everywhere. There's South Alabama. We have tons of, we got Orange Beach, Alabama. We have Perdido Keys. We have the Gulf Shores, Alabama. You got Biloxi, Mississippi, that shore community down there. You got um, Florida, obviously. You got the beaches off of South Carolina, North Carolina. You got the Virginia area. You have beaches off. You have beaches in um, in in the New England areas. You have those beaches. You, of course, you have California. You have beaches in Texas, believe it or not. So you have lots of places to dock these jet skis. And so again, you need to again. I'm always gonna preface it with this. You got what are the legalities of owning a jet ski? I'm pretty sure liability insurance. I'm pretty sure, you know, you're going to have to pay a docking fee. You just can't dock your boat, your jet ski, any old place. You have to pay for it. Um, And what are the other things? So just Google what do you need to rent out a jet ski, to have a jet ski business. You Google that. But that's another option for you. Um, Another one is Turo. This is one I've talked about before. But Turo is big business. So... If you are, if you have to go back into the office, like say um, you don't work from home anymore, and now you have to drive back to the office five days a week, or two days a week, or three days a week. So what you can do is you can put your car on Turo the days that you have to drive into the office. Say you have to be to work at eight o'clock, so you can log on and have your car available on Turo from nine o'clock 
to say you get off at five to four. So from nine to four, your car can be available for rental on Turo so that it's being rented out while you're at work and you're making money while you're at work. Okay, you could do the same thing if you're at home, but it's like, uh, you really want people coming to your house. You know what I mean? You, you know, you might feel more comfortable if they came to your job and pick up the car. Um, also, you if you have a second car, you can park that second car at the airport and just let people pick it up from the airport. You know, just pay the parking fee at the airport. You know what I mean? And so that's not, Turo was big business. And so I wanted to plug that back into the, the list as well. I've talked about Turo before. That's T-U-R-O. There's also Hire Car, Get a Ride, you know, a number of other um, car ride share, car share types of business. But Turo is the biggest one. Um, okay, let's come down to maybe the 500 sold, 500 to $1,000 business ideas. Um, I thought about buying drop shipping stores. And so people say, oh, start a drop shipping business. But you could start a drop shipping business for like maybe like 30, 40 bucks because you got to, or, or more, maybe like 100 bucks. But you could start a drop shipping store. Obviously, that's a viable business. You figure out what's trending, what do you want to sell. Drop shipping means that you don't have any products or service. You don't have any products on hand. When people come to your site, when they order, say, say if you're going to drop ship coffee makers. Um, and when they come to your, and your coffee, your website is called coffeemakers.com. And when they come onto coffeemakers.com and they order coffee maker X, when they place their order, the order is going to go to the supplier, whoever that supplier is of that coffee maker. And that supplier is going to mail that coffee maker to your customer. And then you're going to get the difference. So the supplier charges $30 for that coffee maker, but you list it as $45, then you're going to get the $15. That's a drop shipping business. So you want to see what's, tr- again, what's trending? What, what do I actually care about? What do I actually like? You know, you want to, if you're going to have a drop shipping store, it needs to be something that you actually kind of care about. You don't just want to sell something that you don't really care about. You know what I mean? So if I were to do a drop shipping store, it would definitely be around coffee, um, probably exercising stuff because I, I like to work out. I enjoy working out. So it'll probably be around like workout attire or like um, booty bands or um, work and workout weights like wrist um Workout gloves, I'm sorry. Probably dumbbells or stuff like that. Like stuff surrounding working out. Now, I wouldn't do like protein powders and stuff like that because I just, I don't feel comfortable trying to get people to drink protein powders and stuff like that. But in terms of everything else, I would do that. So again, if I were to do a drop shipping store, that's what I would focus on. Those two things I actually enjoy. Um, And so... Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, and if you don't want to do a drop shipping store, you can always buy a drop shipping store that's already making money. That's just like you can buy any other store. You can buy a drop shipping store. And I think it's called a drop exchange. I'm going to Google that. So I'm making sure I'm giving you the right, making sure I'm giving you the right thing. Hold on. Make my Google fingers work. Um, buy a drop ship store. And they have really cool stores. Um... What is it called? Um, what is the website? Here we go. I don't know if that's it. Hold on, I'm sorry. I want to make sure I give you the right one. Is this it? Drop by drop shipping? No. 
Wait, hold on. Is this it? It's called the exchange. Exchange market. That's it. Exchangemarket.com. That's the site where you can go and buy a dropshipping store. So they have all kinds of stores. If you're into health and beauty, if you're into food, if you're into wellness, if you're into lawn care, if you're into telescopes, if you're, if you're into drones, they have all kinds of stores that you can go on and purchase. Some are as cheap as five, $600. Um, but with that, when, when you're buying a drop shipping store from people, from someone, you have to deal with the taxes, make sure that person is, is up on their taxes or that's going to fall on you. You want to make sure you get all of the mailing lists. If they have a mailing list of 100 people, you want to make sure you get all of it. You want to make sure you get all of the passwords for their um, um, for their social media pages so that you can change those passwords. You want to make sure um, just every, you, everything is turned over to you. And so and you also want to make sure that they be making money. You don't want to buy a dropshipping store that's been struggling. They've been in business for two years when they've been struggling the whole time. So you want somebody that's been making at least $1,000 a month. If they've been clearing $1,000 a month in sales and they're only selling the store for like maybe $800, $900 or $1,000, maybe even $1,500, I think that might be a, a good store to purchase. But again, you want to go talk to, if you can go, if you have the opportunity to go talk to um, an IP attorney, because you want to make sure that everything is turned over, you know, you don't want to get sued, you don't want you know, to be making sales. And then that person is still getting the money from those sales. So again, okay. Here in Philadelphia, I know it sounds like I'm rambling, but I'm not, I'm trying to get all the information out because I just love sharing information about entrepreneurship stuff. Okay. The free library here in Philadelphia, they have an IP attorney that comes like once a week. She comes for free for like an hour. You can set up an appointment and talk with her. So I'm sure they may do the same in your city. Why don't you, what is, what's the main library in your city and see if they have like, you know, what that rude card to stroll by all out. Sorry. <laughs> see if they have like a, um, business services or business hours there. Um, if you're not there, you can always go to, if there's a major university in your city, you can always go and talk to the law department and ask questions that way. But you just want to make sure. And I guess what I'm trying to say, when you're trying to buy a business from someone, you just want to make sure every all your T's are crossed and I's are dotted. You don't want to buy a lemon. Even in that, you just want to make sure that you're going to that you're not going to be caught, man, on a, getting the short end of the stick. I guess is what I'm trying to say. But yeah, buying a drop shipping business. I think those are good, pretty decent drop shipping. Buying one, starting one, starting a t-shirt business, a custom t-shirt business. And you, you know, you can use like Printful or, um, uh, it's a bunch of them, um, custom t-shirt. I think it's a Teespring. You know, if you come up with a really, really cool idea, like a cool saying, um, I remember a few years ago when I first turned 40, I was going to start some, just some, some fun t-shirts. It was called 40, 40 and sparkling or sparkling forties or something like that. And just, I was just going to sell them for a season. Um, but something like that, you want to come up with something unique that you can sell. Um, it may be a good idea for you to do this for your children. You have little girls or little boys and you might, they might come up with some fun sayings or something cool and then you can sell them and then sell it for them and then just put it in an account for them, put it in a trust for them, especially if they're like five, six years old and you know, and if, especially if the, the shirts go 
man, and you make five grand, 10 grand from them shirts, you put that money in a trust for them and they can get it when they're like 25. Yeah, girl. <laughs> okay. So t-shirt business. Um, um, what else was I going to say? T-shirts, water bottles, because people are back outside running and stuff. So water bottles. Um, that's also a good, a good viable business you can start. Um, now I'm gonna come, I'm gonna transition to the businesses that won't even, that may only cost you about a hundred dollars and it'll probably cost you a hundred dollars because of the websites and stuff like that. But what's trending right now, social media marketing. Every time you go somewhere, you, you, every time you go online or if you do job searching or job hunting, you see social media marketers. Even if you don't know how to do social media marketing, you can start a social media marketing agency. And let me tell you how. People on Fiverr and Upwork, they do social media marketing. So you do the, so if you start your agency, so if you're going to call it Artandia Artandia Social Media Marketing Agency, uh, you can't call it that because that's my name, but I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying. (laughs) So if you start a social media marketing company with your name, so your name is John. John Social Media Marketing Company. And you have your website set up and you do all the marketing. You reach out to the companies that you want to reach out to. So say if you, you want to specialize in doctor offices, um, do, private doctor practices. So you reach out to the doctor's offices and say you get a client, uh, a general practitioner. Say, hey, yeah, I'll hire you. I need you to run my... LinkedIn page. I need you to run my Instagram page or I need you to run my Facebook business page. And you get the contract and say that person and say the contract that you work out. And so she, okay, okay. So what you do is you go on Fiverr or you go on Upwork and you see what certain people would charge for that service. So say they say, oh, I'll charge um, for six months. I'm going to charge, I don't know, just throw down a number. I'm going to charge $1,500. You'd be like, okay. So then you, in turn, reach back out to the doctor and say, well, I'm going to charge 2000 And you're just subcontracting that to that person. The doctor don't know that you're getting the person off of fiber. You know what I'm saying? That fiber person doesn't know that you got the contract with the doctor. Doesn't matter. You have an agency. You know, you know what I'm saying? Some people might listen to me like, but that don't sound. People subcontract all the time. Major co- Federal government allows for subcontractors. City government allows for subcontractors. For-profit corporations allow for. So if I got a contract with Xerox Corporation, I can hire subcontractors to do a portion of the work. That's all you're doing um, with this social media company. Or if you decide to do with a transcription service and you say, I'm going to open up a transcription business. You may not even speak the language. All you speak is English. But you say, I'm going to open up a transcription business. We do Spanish, German, and Mandarin. I don't know. So guess what? You go on Fiverr or Upwork and you find somebody that can translate text and audio from whatever into Spanish, French, and or Mandarin. And so you're doing the marketing. So you're reaching out to companies to get their service, to get the contract. And then you're just subcontracting it with somebody from one of these gig sites. That's it. And so um, you're the middleman, so to speak. And so that's a business that you can start with little to nothing. I mean, you need a website. Um, you need a, an official we- uh, email address. You know, um, you can get somebody to, from Fiverr to design your website. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Um, you can, and what else you might need? That's pretty much it. Um, that might cost you. You want to get a business license, maybe an LLC, perhaps. And so that might all cost you maybe. So if you're going to go to, mm, let me see. Do you need an LLC? Not, not really. But a business license, probably. You might want to go to LLC in case somebody tries to sue you. In case they try to sue you because maybe the language, maybe they missed something in the translation. So, yeah, you want to go ahead and get your LLC. So, but you can do that with any any business. So, transcription, I just know transcription services and um, um, what's the other one? Social media marketing is very popular. And you might do editing or you might do, what else? You might do um, resume writing or you might do whatever. You can, you find your, you you might want to do video editing. You might want to start a whole branding business where you do video editing, you do website design, you do social media marketing, and you just you own your website. You look like you do. Your company is bomb. And all you're doing is subcontracting somebody from Fiverr and Upwork and what? And one of these other gigging sites to do the work. You're doing you're doing work too on the front end by marketing and reaching out to these companies. And you're just subcontracting. That's all. And so I think do I, is there any more businesses that I wanted to share? I think that's pretty much it. I just wanted to put some put a bug in your ear, you know, about some businesses that you can start. It's getting warm. I think I started with the warmer summer based businesses, and then I ended it with more online type businesses, but you should be able to find yourself something in between, somewhere in there, somewhere to start. And look, like I said, don't think, oh, I got to do this all on my own. You got homegirls or you and your homeboys, y'all get together and start some of these together. You know, don't think you got to do it all on your own. That's kind of where we kind of, um, or where some people might miss it. They feel like I'm going to do this all by myself. I'm going to get this vending machine by myself. Well, why don't you and your sister go get the vending machine? Or you and your brother go buy the vending machine. Or you and two of your cousins or you and two of your friends go buy a vending machine and start a vending machine business together. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm not finished. I'm, and I talked about this one before, but I'm going to end on this one. Airbnb. And you might say, I am, I live in an apartment. How am I going to do an Airbnb business? I'm glad you asked. You don't have to own a property to do Airbnb. But what you have to do is you have to start a corporate housing business. So you need to get an LLC. You need to get a business license. You need to get a website. You need to get a business bank account. Um, You need to get all of those things. And so what you do, once that's established and you have that, so you want to name it Good Morning Corporate Housing. I just made that up. (laughs) Good Morning Corporate Housing LLC. And you want, maybe you want to focus on traveling nurses. And so that's your focus. Fine. You can, once, you, once you're legally established, you can upload that onto Airbnb, VRBO, HomeAway, and you, do, you would do minimum 30-day stays. So someone has, in other words, when they come, when they book your, your space, they have to stay for at least 30 days, if you're, especially if you're focusing on traveling professional, traveling medical professionals. And so what you do is most like high-rise buildings, or really nice apartments, they have corporate leases. So you go and you schedule a viewing, a walkthrough. Say, hi, my name is uh, my name is Johnny, Johnny Mac. I own Good Morning Corporate Housing, and I want to come, and I want to 
view one of your units or a couple of your units. So you go, you view the unit. They might say, oh, it's $1,800, it's $2,000 a month. Okay, fine. And they're going to tell you the corporate lease is online, so you can pull out it, pull it out online. So you come back home. Uh, you might be working from home. You might be working from your studio apartment. You don't care. <laughs> so you go on their website. You apply for their corporate housing le- uh, lease. Once it's approved, and you're going to have to pay first, last, and security. So you need to make sure you have that. So if the apartment is $2,000 a month, you're going to have to get them $6,000 at move-in. And, and, you, and you have to furnish it. So sometimes their corporate leases, the unit is furnished. If the units are not furnished, then you're going to have to furnish it. Um, you want to stay around like studios because studios are cheaper to furnish. Um, and it may be cheaper if they're already furnished by the complex. And so once you get it, like I said, if it's not decorated, find somebody. I'm sure you know somebody in your family or friend group, friend, friends, friend group that can decorate beautifully. So get it decorated. And you might like, where am I getting all this money from? Use a credit card, sis, brother. Use a credit card that you have not maxed out and get it furnished. Pay for the lead, pay for the first last security. Like I said, if it's not furnished, get it furnished. Post it. And then get somebody in there and then just keep, you want, you want to do things that keep, that make people want to continuously rent from you. Maybe leave a fruit basket, maybe leave some chocolates, maybe leave some desserts, maybe ask them, what are your five favorite snacks? Put the five favorites, leave the five, their five, mm, leave their five favorite snacks out for them. You want good reviews. You want good reviews to lead to new bookings. Okay. And so you can do this with, um, like I said, high-rise buildings, if they're high-rise buildings in your area, or just really nice um, apartment complexes. If you're going to focus on medical professionals, make sure they are by hospitals. People coming to your city, they don't want to be going all over the place trying to get to the hospital. So make sure they're by hospitals um, or they're next to hospitals or very close to hospitals. Um, yeah, I just wanted to leave you with that. Airbnb without owning the property, okay? Um and so, yeah, I think, thank you guys for listening and rocking with me for ever. <laughs> you know, um, I hope I left you with some good information. I hope once you come up from listening, finish listening to this podcast, you start something, one of these ideas, and you make 10 grand real quick. And I pray that you take that 10 grand and buy some property or buy a piece of land and rent that land out to a farmer rent that land out to RV um, people, people that own RVs, rent that land out to um, petting zoos or people that want to have a petting zoo. I pray that you flip that $10,000 into something that's going to make you even more money. Okay. Thank you for listening. And like I always say, I want to see you in heaven with me and I'm out.